Hey everyone, this is Sarah with Corn Fed Witch, and I'm on my second cup of coffee today because why not? I need all the coffee. Coffee is what's getting me through my life right now. I have had one before my workout. I'm having one before I go to work, and I'll probably have at least two or three more cups today because I am ridiculous and have a caffeine addiction. Anyway, this is Corn Fed Witch, and I am super excited to record. I mean, I always am. So, so today, I, well, first I want to make some announcements. I am working on a Patreon, so hopefully I can get that up and running this week or next week. I'll be making an announcement. Right now, it looks like I'll be doing monthly tarot readings at different tiers. So hopefully I can get that up and running. I also want to get Etsy shop going in the next two weeks as well. Because I want to continue to do this podcast. And I love it. It gives me a creative outlet that my 9 to 5 does not. And also, I love you guys. I love my listeners. And I especially love it when they give me feedback or they tell me, or they correct things because Everyone is always learning, and I think it was Martin Luther King that says, if the moment you start, you stop learning, that's when you start dying, and I kind of want to live forever. I mean, who doesn't? Well, anyway, so this episode is devoted to why I'm a witch. I was asked that recently. And I started to think, I'm like, there are several different reasons. So, and there are several different reasons any other person may consider being a witch, because they're all personal. It is um, a religious belief, or if you use it to supplement your religious belief, it is a practice. So it's insanely personal. So, why am I a witch? Namely... Well, I was raised Catholic, and I have a lot of great respect for Catholicism as far as a theological viewpoint, because it actually makes sense. I'm kind of a Jesus fangirl, but it's the followers that have kind of, like, I would say, corrupted his teachings, and I don't think an institution should protect pedophiles, and sexual predators. So, and also, I I am a lesbian. And I have lots of trans friends and lots of gay friends. And I cannot in good conscience be a part of something that is actually trying to suppress them. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I, I do... I do um, like their theology. I find it really interesting, especially their ceremonial magic and knowledge of the Eucharist and ritually turning that into Jesus' body and blood. I just, for political reasons, I cannot in good conscience be part of that. And I myself have found that there's a, there's a lot of bigotry, really, at all sorts of Christianity. And, well, there's... Lots of bigotry everywhere. Some strangers of Wicca are not trans, 
positive, and that's kind of a turnoff for me. But that's not necessarily why I'm a witch. I am a witch because it's a religion that accepts me. It gives me a power. So, so I guess that social political thing is part of the reason why I am a witch. So not, I just realized that. But, um, but yeah, it gives me a power to be myself. Before I started practicing, I was really timid. Timid. I was really timid, and had problems voicing my opinions and just basically being myself. Now, some of that does result from past trauma and, you know, abusive relationships and all that. But I really started to come into my own when I started the practice. I realized that I have this power about me that makes me who I am. And I would be, I would be, I had to explore it. And there's nothing like a powerful woman. And it's it's just great. So it gives me a confidence that I never really knew I had. And I really don't think it should take 30 plus years for someone to realize that they have this power. So you you can go out and do it. If you have an interest in witchcraft and you want to learn more about the energy around you, go out and do it. You have the power to do great things. So another reason I'm a witch is that I've always been attracted to the paranormal, really interested in it. I really enjoy the Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. I I like... I like ghost stories. I prefer the true ones because the fake ones kind of, if I know it's fake, it's not going to be be interesting to me. So, and I've always had like paranormal activity attracted to me. I did a bit of ghost hunting in college where we'd stay out till 5 a.m. Um, shout out to my friend Shay, who is great. He and I would go on these adventures, go to something called Workman's Chapel. Uh, I believe Jason Offit does. Jason Offit is a paranormal writer. He also teaches at Northwest Missouri State University, which is where I went to college. Go Bearcats! Um, so he he does a lot of paranormal investigation, and he's a pretty cool dude. I think he did some writing on it, but I can't remember what book it is. It's probably uh, The Ghost of Missouri. I think that's the title. I'm like killing my, or kicking myself right now. Um, because of that. And I'm sorry that I slipped up and said killing. I Someone I know recently was murdered. So that's been on my mind a lot lately. It's It's a terrible situation. Anyway. So, we would ghost hunt, and, like, it just was thrilling to me, and I, of course, wanted to learn all I can, and once I get obsessed with something, because I am a Scorpio, I have a sense of 
tendencies, I want to learn everything about it. So I got some tarot cards, and I, I was kind of a casual tarot reader. I relied more on the book that came with it as opposed to Kabbalah, which I do think brings more true to me than just like that little white pamphlet that you get with the deck. So I was kind of just starting out. And so it just kind of like snowballed. I started doing some neo-pagan stuff. Um, I think I told you this story on like one of my earlier episodes about the first time I did an outdoor ritual by myself. I, I lived in a haunted house. So for and so that was interesting. I really loved that. So I decided to do a ritual, and I think this was back when I was like I think it was a love ritual because I was trying to attract love to me, not not casting a spell on anyone else, but I was hoping to just attract more love to me. And I was outside. I was using like rose quartz, rose petals, what have you. I cast a circle, I lit candles, all of the things. And I'm out there at midnight doing my thing, and then I start to see the cop spotlight. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I knew that they couldn't do anything because, you know, freedom of religion. They, like, shined it in the backyard. And luckily this is after I had, like, closed the circle and and all that. So... I was just picking things up anyway, so I was like, I was like, this baby with Sarah was like freaking out that the cops were going to come in the backyard. So I heard inside and I like watched from the living room. It was just a wellness check on my neighbor. So that was pretty alarming. Anyway, back, I say anyway a lot. Back to why I'm a witch. So I started out with, like, I want to be more powerful and paranormal. And now I kind of want to do as much good as I can in the world around me. And I want to inspire as many people. I, I just want to do good. I want to make everyone know their power. It's it's an amazing feeling. I, I live for it. I love helping people. And so I I wanna learn all I can about witchcraft and I, I another reason why I love it is there's this amazing community, amazing supportive community. Now we still have some toxic individuals, which are present in every community, and are really just a blight on existence. So you have to kind of be mindful of that. If anybody, also, if anybody, um, if you ever want to join like guest circle or anything, if anybody pressures you into doing anything you're not comfortable with, that is not for you. Don't do that. That's a breeding ground for toxicity. And we can't, we can't have, um, I don't think predators belong in the craft. 
but the witchcraft community is amazing and supportive, and I just love it. I went to Heartland Pagan Festival last, well, it, was two, it wasn't last year, it was last May, and I was just instantly welcomed. I went, well, I went with one of my best friends, but the first night I was by myself, and, like, I knew no one there, and then all of a sudden I had, like, 10,000 friends. It was great. It was also possibly because I was maybe topless, but, um, because, so Camp Gaia is great, and it promotes body positivity, and you can be nude. It was just amazing to be able to take off my shirt, just like men get to do it without any legal repercussions. So that's why I'm a witch. I want to know why you're a witch, why you feel drawn to energy and and nature and all that. And I want you to send me your reasons to cornfedwitch at gmail.com, and I will read them on the show. I, I love hearing people's stories. So with my next... On to my next section, I I picked up a book a while ago called Charms, Spells, and Formulas. It's part of the Llewellyn Practical Magic series by it's um Ray. I think that's T. Marlboro. Marlboro. So it's a it's a pretty pretty great. He has a Ray Marlboro. A native is a native Louisiana hoodoo practitioner. So there's lots of hoodoo magic in here. So if you do um, if you do hoodoo, now be mindful. It's so easily you can accidentally cultural appropriate so easily. But this is um. This is kind of a good thing regarding hoodoo. Uh, let's see. I picked out an oil because I wanted to do like a theme of power. And because, you know, I, I was drawn to being a witch because it gave me this power, like power within myself and self-confidence. So I wanted to kind of do a theme here. So this... I picked out a recipe for power oil. So this is said to help increase your own power. You anoint it on the forehead, throat, breastbone, and above the navel. This is useful in any ritual when designed to increase your own power in any situation. Anoint on charms for psychic and spiritual development. You want to mix together equal parts of grated lemon peel, I'm sorry, grated lemon peel or lemon flowers with frankincense. Add two tablespoons to two ounces of oil. So what type of oil would you use? I usually use olive oil as a good base. I feel like it's kind of like, well, it's easy to come by. And it's rather neutral. And I use them in incense, wherever. It's relatively inexpensive if you get the, the cheap kind. Witchcraft does not have to be expensive. You don't have to have all... Well, I mean, 
like say you're doing like Solomonic stuff, you may have to spend a little bit more to get the proper tools and the proper garments and stuff like that. But if you can hoodoo especially, you just use what's available to you. And you, well, basically get the cheapest kind. Because I, I don't have as much money as I really want. No one really does. Because, um, you know, student loans and shit like that, which hopefully we can get all those forgiven in the next 10 years. Otherwise, I'll be paying them forever. So, so speaking, that leads me into my next section. I want to do, since I'm trying to do this on a weekly basis, I want to do like a correspondence of I want to do an oil of the week and all that. Sorry, I got a phone call and interrupted my recording, but that's fine. I'm back now. So, some common correspondences with power like dragon's blood. Um, well, cinnamon is good for healing. But I wanted to do this week. Now, I'm kind of... I'm back again. Everyone is deciding to call me today. I hate talking on the phone outside of work. So, I am wanting to start like a correspondence of the week just to kind of guide like newcomers and to um, to guide newcomers and kind of like springboard their interests so that they, and so give them something to incorporate into their own rituals. So this week's correspondence is not, I'm kind of partial to this one because if you know me, um, well my last name is Rowan and I I googled, no, I, uh, I took out Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs and looked up power and the Rowan tree came up. So I think I'm going to start there. So it's, um, it's scientific name is Sorbus acupara. Um, it's, it's, does bear fruit. Some folk names are delight of the eye, mountain ash, quickbane, ram tree, rodent, quicken, rodent, quicken, rowan, roin tree, sword apple, thor's helper, witty, wiccan tree, wiggin, wiggy, Wookie, Wild Ash, Witch Bane, Witchin, Witch Wood. Which gender is masculine because they have this, this, uh, they still go on the binary. This is, I don't really agree with that. Um, but the planet is associated with the sun. Element is fire and the deity is Thor. Its powers are psychic powers, healing power, success, and protection. So it, it promotes those. Magical uses include, um, let's see, Rowan wood carried increases psychic powers, and and the branches are often used in fashioning dowsing rods and magical wands. Adds the leaves and berries of divination incenses, as well as those designed to increase psychic powers. Carrying Rowan berries or the bark aids in recuperation, and they are added to healing and health sachets and mixtures, as well as all power, success, and luck sachets. For centuries, Rowan has been used for protective purposes in Europe, 
two twigs tied together with red thread to make a cross as an angel protective amulet. Cornish peasants carried these in their pockets and Scottish Highlanders inserted them in the lining of their clothing. Walking sticks made of Roman wood are excellent tools for the person who roams woods and fields by night. Rowan carried on board ship will prevent its involvement in storms, kept in the house it guards against lightning strikes, and when planted on a grave, Rowan keeps the deceased one from haunting the place. The Rowan tree planted near the house protects it and its occupants, and those Rowans growing near stone circles are the most potent. And I am a Rowan, and I guess I add protection to everything. Thank you. Scott Cunningham. Insectia Magical Herbs is kind of a staple, a special staple book that you might want to pick up. It's also my book recommendation because it's pretty easy to look up things. It has everything from like violet to um, blackberries, etc. So now you know that why I'm a witch. And you have some correspondences to go on in case you want to do a ritual that focuses on your inner power and developing your self-consciousness. Now, I am going to do the social media shout-out. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook under CornFedWitch. I'm also getting a Patreon going and an Etsy shop soon. So look out for that and email your me your witchy tips tricks and stories at cornfedwitch at gmail.com. Once again, I'm Sarah, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Blessed be.